Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are still in the book of Esther, still in chapter 2, but now is we're to the point where Esther becomes queen. We've been, we've been waiting for it, and now it's time. We're in chapter 2, looking at verses 15 through 18 in God's Word translation. Let's listen to God's Word. Esther was the daughter of Abihel, Mordecai's uncle. Mordecai had adopted her as his own daughter. When Esther's turn came to go to the king, she asked only for what the king's eunuch, Haggai, the guardian of the women, advised. Everyone who saw Esther liked her. So Esther was taken to King Xerxes in his royal palace in the month of Tibeth, the tenth month in the seventh year of his reign. Now the king loved Esther more than all the other women, and he favored her over all the other virgins. So he put the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Then the king held a great banquet for Esther. He invited all his officials and his advisors. He also declared that day a holiday in the provinces, and he handed out gifts from his royal generosity. Again, that's Esther chapter 2, verses 15 through 18 in the God's Word translation, which gives this section a title, Esther Becomes Queen. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're looking at Esther chapter 2, verses 15 through 18 in the God's Word translation. And I've written a lot down, so I need to go ahead and get started with it. Esther's life so far has been remarkable. She was the child of Jewish exiles who both died. She was raised by her cousin in a foreign and often hostile land. She was taken, probably against her will, by compulsion, and of course by God's divine providence, into the king's uh, harem. She found favor with all whom she met, and in this section, she's finally going to be selected the queen of the realm. And one of the one of the uh, commentaries said there were probably about 400 women vying for this position, whether they wanted to or not, whether they were snatched from their homes and brought there or not. We don't know. Um, we learned about the year-long process to prepare them for that one night with the king. And now it's Esther's turn. 
And it's her turn to shine, her turn to impress, and impress she did. She carefully followed the recommendations of Haggai, the eunuch in charge of the harem of virgins, just as she had carefully followed Mordecai's instructions. And it seems to imply that um, she followed Haggai's instructions on how to dress and how to adorn herself. And this remarkable course of events was not an accident. It wasn't just because of good luck or good fortune. It wasn't because of Esther's good looks or sparkling personality. God has a plan and God had a plan and Esther was a part of it. Psalm number four, uh, 75 verses 6 and 7 says, For exaltation comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. And that's what he did in this case. Vashti uh, was the person who uh, was put down, basically because she was deposed from her, her throne and her crown. And Esther became exalted. She's gonna be the, she will be the queen in this chapter. She marries the king and she's probably, well, she is breaking the Jewish law to not marry a foreigner because it could lead to worshiping their gods instead of Yahweh. But again, this is God's providence. This is his design. This is his plan. And there's nothing that says that Esther ever worshipped foreign gods. And all of this happened in the seventh year of Xerxes' reign, which was probably December 479 B.C. or January 478 B.C., about four years after Vashti had been deposed. And Esther enters the king's quarters either at the end of the Persian War with Greece or while it was taking place. And then it gave some other uh, chronological things that I'm going to skip, but if you want to find it for yourself, I got this from the um, commentary I use, which is Logos. Logos, and um, that's the commentary, uh, Faith Life Study Bible. But anyway, back to this because I have a lot more to share. Who would have thought that a Jewish, a Jewess, a captive, an orphan was born to be a queen or an empress? Who would have thought that? Nobody but God can exalt in that way. And yet that's what happened. Providence sometimes raises up the poor out of the dust and set them among princes. The king's chamberlain honored her and was ready to serve her. Wisdom and virtue, virtue will gain respect. And we know that as we go through life, wisdom and virtue will gain respect. We know in some cases, you know, our wisdom and virtue, uh, some people may take as a weakness, but God is going to give us favor. And we thank, thank God for that. Those that make sure God's favor find them will find favor with men too. And we thank God for his favor. All that looked upon Esther admired her and concluded that she would be the queen. She would be the prize. The king loved her, but it wasn't like love. 
uh, it says that he loved her. So in my mind, it's love at first sight. But it says the Hebrew indicates preference, not romantic love. And this is important because of the, the narrative of the story depends on this part of the plot that the king uh, prefers her. Esther, over all other women presented to the king, is chosen to replace Vashti and is given her crown to symbolize the action. And then the king has another great feast, another extravagant feast, which is a part of his, his thing that he does. But I've run out of the, the five minutes I like to use. I'm on six minutes now. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we continue our study in the book of Esther, we thank you that just like Esther, in exactly the same way, we have a place in your plans. And we thank you, Father. Uh, nothing happened by accident. It wasn't happenstance. Even if uh, Esther did not want to go to, Shush, uh, to the palace, by your divine providence, that's where she is. And because she's there, she's going. To, she's the one who's uh, will be crowned queen. She will be exalted, and you you will be exalted. And we thank you for that. We thank you that even though um, she's not a perfect person, because she may have broken some Jewish laws and customs, we don't know. But she is going to be an intercessor for her people. And we thank you that our our intercessor is perfect. Our intercessor is Jesus Christ. We thank you for our perfect um, intercessor who has no sin, but he takes our sins upon him. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your angels that you've given uh, as to give charge over us. We praise you right now. We pray for those who need you in a special way. You know what the needs are. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.